Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. It's your girl, Anita Love, coming to you from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I want to thank you guys for your support, your patience, and your understanding. And I ask that you guys continue to be patient with me, continue to come back and listen to this podcast, continue to hit that listener support button. It means so much to me. And I'm not going to prolong it. I'm just going to get right on into this. And we're talking about the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson, that did an interview apologizing to all of the women that he have impacted in this situation. Um, those of you that may not know it, Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson um, is apologizing to the women who accused him of sexual misconduct during massage sessions. Um, and um, they were still trying to get this rectified. He'd have settled out of court, I think, with 23 of the women, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he wanted to just say that he's sorry, that he's truly sorry to all of the women that have been impacted in this situation. Um, the interview took place the, before Friday night's preseason opener against the Jacksonville Jags, uh, Jaguars. And prior to Friday, Watson had said in his own only two interviews that he did with reporters since joining the Browns from the Houston Texans that he had no regrets and that regarding any of his actions during a massage session. And in his second interview during the Cleveland minicamp in June, Deshaun Watson reiterated that he had no regrets about his action, though admitted he regretted the impact that the allegation had on the people around him. He also indicated differently prodded that the decisions that he made in his life that put him in this position would definitely like to have take have back. He said, and I quote, but I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and show that I am a true person of character and I'm going to keep pushing forward. Now, Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns are waiting to hear whether he will be suspended longer than the six games ban that he was handed by independent arbitrator Sue L. Robinson last week or violating the league's personnel conduct policy, conduct policy. Now, the NFL is seeking a tougher punishment, as they should. They have appealed Robinson ruling, which will be heard by Peter C. Harvey. That's a former New Jersey attorney general that was appointed by the commissioner, Roger Goodell. Harvey has no specific deadline to rule on the appeal, though he would have to work in an expedited basis per the collective bargaining agreement. And in the 16-page report, which they concluded that Watson violated the personal conduct policy with egregious and predatory behavior, Robinson noted that an aggravated factor in her decisions to suspend Watson for six games was his lack of express remorse. Watson has been accused of sexual assault and um, other inappropriate conduct during massage sessions in a civil uh, lawsuit that was filed by 25 women. The encounters that alleged in the lawsuit took place back from March 2020 to March 2021. And while Deshaun Watson was a member of the Texans. Now, the Browns traded for Watson in March of 2022, sending three first-round draft picks to Houston before giving Deshaun Watson a new $230 million full guaranteed contract. Yes, you heard me right. Now, one of the 25 lawsuits was dropped after a judge ruling in April of 2021 that the plaintiff needed to amend their petition to disclose their names. Two other women filed criminal complaints against Deshaun Watson, but did not sue him. Watson has settled or agreed to settle all but one of the remaining lawsuits, which remains pending. So in July, the Texans reached a settlement with 30 women who made claims or was prepared to make them against the NFL organization for its alleged enabling 
of Deshaun Watson's behavior. Now, Friday marked Watson's first game since January the 3rd, 2021 with the Texans. He said in the pregame, pre-game interview that he was super excited to finally play. Each and every snap, I want to make sure that I cherish that because I'm not sure what the next time, when the next time I'll be able to get out there with these guys. Now, Deshaun Watson had an uneventful debate. debate. Anyway, he completed one of five passes for seven yards in the three series before being replaced in Cleveland's 24-13 win. Deshaun Watson was not made available for the Browns postseason news conference, and he declined to comment or expand on his pregame interview when approached during the postgame locker room session um, open to the reporters. The Cleveland Brown coach, Kevin Savinsky, said Saturday that the quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, will get the majority of the first team reps with the offense over Watson and practicing moving forward. And Deshaun Watson was asked in the pregame interview about how he would use his time away from the team as it relates to personal growth. Deshaun Watson said, I know I have a lot of work to put in, especially on the field, to be able to make sure I'm ready to play whenever that time comes, whenever I can step back on the field. But also the biggest thing, I want to continue counseling and I want to make sure that I'm growing as a person, as an individual for my decision making on and off the field. He said, I want to make sure that I'm just involved in the community as much as possible. And that is for the, the Cleveland community that is the NFL community and beyond. Now, I've been asked, do I think he's guilty? What would I say punishment should be for him? First of all, let me say, I don't, I'm not judging juries. And I do believe that people deserve a second chance. However, there are some crimes and there are some things that you will never, ever hear Anita Love say, yeah, give them a second chance. Now, he didn't rape these women, but he did sexual assault them. And me from personal experience know how sexual assault or mis inappropriateness can affect you and how it can linger. It can give you bad nightmares. It can cause phobia on you. It can have you so uncomfortable in your own skin to where you don't trust anyone that you're around me is people that you've known your whole life and have never done anything to hurt you and always look out to protect you but it can hinder you and it can change your life your psyche for a long time and sometimes forever to leave you on anxiety medications or you know can cause you to go into depression with that being said i do believe he's guilty i don't believe for the life of me that you had 26 30 some women that concocted this story against this one person now this is the this is what made me feel uncomfortable. The fact that these women, some of these women knew that this man had been accused of inappropriateness or sexual assault and some type of sexual misbehavior with other women before, and y'all still choose to go work with him, doing massages on him. Come on now. Now, do I believe that all 30 of these women were sexually assaulted by him? I can't say that because if I say that that's what I believe, I'll be telling you a lie. I'm not going to tell you the lie. However, nonetheless, if these women felt that they were touched inappropriately or they were sexually assaulted in some type of capacity, who am I to tell them that they're lying? I'm not going to do that to them. I know what it feels like to be lied on or to not be believed or not be supported when it comes to your own family. So I can just imagine what it's like for someone that's not even your family. I do feel that he needs a lot of therapy, a lot of therapy. Do I feel that his apology was sincere? Hell to the no. His, he never showed any remorse. So this apology now is coming because now I need to show faith to the NFL and it's about money. It's about money. I said what I said. 
to pay this man this kind of money is, is just crazy to me. It's crazy to me. And what's even worse is y'all agreed to sign, give this man this guaranteed money even after the fact of him being accused of these things, which is just, it's just, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I pray that he's continuing to get therapy. I continue, I hope that he continues to get the help that he needs. I hope that he finds whatever it is within him that's causing him to have some type of control and power when he's around these different women. I hope that his wife, girlfriend, I think it's his girlfriend, I hope that his girlfriend has very strong willpower and strength and that she's able to continue to put up with this because it's a no for me, honey. However, when you know a person, you know them, and if you trust them, you trust them. And I know sometimes, even for myself, you can look so guilty that it's hard to defend yourself. I looked at guilty just recently, and it was so hard for me to defend myself. I didn't know how to defend myself. And thank God I had the right people, and I had the resources to clear my name and to make sure and help me not uh, make the situation worse and that I can get on the top of it and, and clear my, my, my name and stuff. It's hoping that it didn't get worse. So I know what it feels like to look guilty even when you're not guilty. So I don't know. Maybe he is innocent. But if you ask me for my opinion, homeboy is guilty. He is guilty. And I, I just don't understand the power that people feel like they have to have over other people. I, I just don't get it. And I think um, I think that he needs a lot of more, a lot of help. And I think therapy, a lot of therapy is what he needs. I think when he gets to the root of what's causing him, if this is true, he gets to the root of what's going on with him and he actually gives therapy a chance, if he actually put in the work, I think he can get to the root of why he even felt that he had the right to touch these women inappropriate or do anything sexually um, appropriate to them. Um, I think it's sexual assault and inappropriate conduct during massage sessions. So anything that you've done with these women against their against their consent, I pray that you figure out what it is that's causing you to be this type of person and that you can change and be a better person. I really am hoping for that. You know what I'm saying? Let me say, let me say this and then I'm going to get off of it. A person close to me who I love through and through caused pain in my family. And it was so hard for me to hate them at first. I was just angry and I was going through a lot of denial and I was just trying to make sense of why and I could never make sense of why. And then I was mad at myself because in the beginning I couldn't hate them because I loved them and because I knew them, you know, they're my family. When they went to jail and they got out, what they presented was that I'm sorry. I'm, I, I, really, I really hate myself for what I've done and I wish that I could take it back and, and, and I'm, I'm really sorry and I'm sorry for the pain that I caused and I'm sorry for this and I'm sorry for that. And they seemed very, very remorseful. And then once they got out, they became the victim. They treated everybody that they hurted, everybody that was affected by their action in a negative way, the pain, just the trauma itself, he treated them like they were the, like they were the blame. They were the villain and he became the victim. And that angers me more and more to the point where it caused me to distance myself from my family. It caused me to pull away. And, and I went to therapy. I, I had to take therapy for a long time because I was so angry 
the angry the anger consumed me. I was just trying to think of ways that I could get revenge on this person. And I'm being honest with you. So when people get out, although you may not never be able to be around them without having triggers, and although you may never be able to see them the same ever again, just knowing that maybe they are remorseful for what they've done helps you. It eases the pain a little bit. You know what I mean? And when people get out and they act like they're entitled, they act like you are the problem and you the one did this to them and you caused their life so much pain rather than them taking accountability, it fuels the anger that you, you worked your ass off to get past. And so I feel for these women and I pray for peace and happiness for them. I pray for peace and happiness for his girlfriend and I pray that he get the help that he needs. And I'm telling you ladies, do not be around people that you don't know and just wholeheartedly just trust them with your life when you don't know. And if you feel uncomfortable with a person or a situation or you feel like a person touched you inappropriately, you report their asses then. You, you, you bring that shit to the light. Don't hold it. Don't hide it. Don't try to candy coat it. Don't coddle them because at the end of the day, you're going to have to prove what you're saying. And, it's, and the media, social media are not your friends when shit get out in the social media. They don't help you. They don't support you. And majority of the time when it comes to women, we're always going to be the worst person. And we're always going to be the people that they don't believe first. So I wish these women the best. I hope that Deshaun gets the help that he needs. I do, however, feel like losing six games is not enough punishment for him. I honestly think that he should get the whole year suspended. And that's how I feel. That's how I feel. I feel like he should get a whole year suspended from the NFL. And I think that he should be ordered to do community service. And I think that he should be ordered to take therapy and anger management. And he should be taking sex therapy classes as well. That's how I feel. I know people probably think, girl, what the? you heard me. And I said what the fuck I said. That's my time, you guys. Be safe out there. Watch your back. <laughs> Young ladies, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. And men be careful too, you know, but I'm I'm speaking on the women behalf this time. This is this is about the women. So be careful and, and take care of yourself and peace.